Section number 27 of Glimpses of Bengal by Rabinina Tagore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Shalida, 24 June 1894. I have been only four days here, but, having lost count of the hours, it seems such a long while. I feel that if I were to return to Calcutta today, I should find much of it changed, as if I alone had been standing still outside the current of time, unconscious of the gradually changing position of the rest of the world the fact is that here away from calcutta i live in my own inner world where the clocks do not keep ordinary time where duration is measured only by the intensity of the feelings where as the outside world does not count the minutes moments change into hours and hours into moments so it seems to me that the subdivisions of time and space are only mental illusions every atom is immeasurable and every moment infinite there is a Persian story which I was greatly taken with when I read it as a boy. I think I understood, even then, something of the underlying idea, though I was a mere child. To show the illusory character of time, a fakir put some magic water into a tub and asked the king to take a dip. The king no sooner dipped his head in than he found himself in a strange country by the sea where he spent a good long time going through a variety of happenings and doings. He married had children his wife and children died he lost all his wealth and as he writhed under his sufferings he suddenly found himself back in the room surrounded by his courtiers on his proceedings to revile the fakir for his misfortunes they said but sire you have only just dipped your head in and raised it out of the water the whole of our life with its pleasures and pains is in the same way enclosed in one moment of time however long or intense we may feel it to be while it lasts as soon as we have finished our dip in the tub of the world we shall find how like a slight momentary dream the whole thing has been shelida ninth august eighteen ninety four i saw a dead bird floating down the current to-day the history of its death may be easily divined it had a nest in some mango tree at the edge of a village it returned home in the evening nestling there against soft feather companions and resting a varied little body in sleep all of a sudden in the night the mighty padma tossed slightly in her bed and the earth was swept away from the roots of the mango tree the little creature bereft of its nest awoke just for a moment before it went to sleep again for ever when i am in the presence of the awful mystery of all destructive nature the difference between myself and the other living things seemed trivial in town human society is to the fore and looms large it is cruelly callous to the happiness and misery of other creatures as compared with its own in europe also man is so complex and so dominant that the animal is too merely an animal to him to indians the idea of the transmigration of the soul from animal to man and man to animal does not seem strange and so from our scriptures pity for all sentient creatures has not been banished as a sentimental exaggeration when i am in close touch with nature in the country the indian in me asserts itself and i cannot remain coldly indifferent to the abounding joy of life throbbing within the soft down-covered breast of a single tiny bird shelida tenth august eighteen ninety four last night a rushing sound in the water awoke me a sudden boisterous disturbance of the river current probably the onslaught of a freshet a thing that often happens at this season one sweet on the planking of the boat become aware of a variety of forces at work beneath it slight tremors little rockings gentle heavens and sudden jerks all keep me in touch with the pulse of the flowing stream 
there must have been some sudden excitement in the night which sent the current racing away i rose and sat by the window a hazy kind of light made the turbulent river look madder than ever the sky was spotted with clouds the reflection of a great big star quivered on the waters in a long streak like a burning gash of pain both banks were vague with the dimness of slumber and between them was this wild sleepless unrest running and running regardless of consequences to watch a scene like this in the middle of the night makes one feel altogether a different person and the daylight life an illusion then again this morning that midnight world faded away into some dreamland and vanished into thin air the two are so different yet both are true for man the day world seems to me like european music its concords and discords resolving into each other in a great progression of harmony the night world like indian music pure unfettered melody grave and poignant what if their contrast be so striking both move us the principle of opposites is at the very root of creation which is divided between the rule of the king and the queen night and day the one and the wearied the eternal and the evolving we indians are under the rule of night we are immersed in eternal the one our melodies are to be sung alone to oneself they take us out of the everyday world into a solitude aloof european music is for the multitude and takes them along dancing through the ups and downs of the joys and sorrows of men shalida thirteenth august eighteen ninety four whatever i truly think truly feel truly realize its natural destiny is to find true expression there is some force in me which continually works towards that end but is not mine alone it permeates the universe when this universal force is manifested within an individual it is beyond his control and acts according to its own nature and in surrendering our lives to its power is our greatest joy it not only gives us expression but also sensitiveness and love this makes our feelings so fresh to us every time so full of wonder when my little daughter delights me she merges into the original mystery of joy which is the universe and my loving caresses are called forth like worship i am sure that all our love is but worship of the great mystery only we perform it unconsciously otherwise it is meaningless like universal gravitation which governs large and small alike in the world of matter this universal joy exerts its attraction throughout our inner world and baffles our understanding when we see it in a partial view the only rational explanation of why we find joy in man and nature is given in the upanishad for of joy are born all created things shalida nineteenth august eighteen ninety four the vedanta seems to help many to free their minds from all doubt as to the universe and its first cause but my doubts remain undispelled it is true that the vedanta is simpler than most other theories the problem of creation and its creator is more complex than appears at first sight but the vedanta has certainly simplified it halfway by cutting the gordian knot and leaving out creation altogether there is only brahma and the rest of us merely imagine that we are it is wonderful how the human mind should have found room for such a thought it is still more wonderful to think that the idea is not so inconsistent as it sounds and the real difficulty is rather to prove that anything does exist anyhow when as now the moon is up and with half-closed eyes i am stretched beneath it on the upper deck the soft breeze cooling my problem-vexed head 
then the earth waters and sky around the gentle rippling of the river the casual wayfarer passing along the towpath the occasional dinghy gliding by the trees across the fields vague in the moonlight the sleepy village beyond bounded by the dark shadows of its groves verily seem an illusion of maya and yet they cling to and draw the mind and heart more truly than truth itself which is abstraction and it becomes impossible to realize what kind of salvation there can be in freeing oneself from them end of section twenty seven